Hello, my friends, and welcome to The Health Hustle. I'm your host, Corey Hippen. On this episode, we dive a layer deeper into my previous episode with Tyler McCarthy of Titanium Performance Gym and Personal Training. We get into the best ways to learn business and why you need to leap before you're ready, how building relationships is at the core of every successful business and what it means to play the infinite game, and lastly, some tips and tricks on how to structure more joy in your life and hacking your own dopamine. If you haven't already, do us a huge favor and please subscribe and write us a review. This show is about helping health and fitness professionals to build a business that fits your lifestyle. And by giving us a review, it helps other people find the show and join us on that journey. Also, if you're looking for tips about designing a website and marketing your health business, sign up for my newsletter at coreyhigh.com. Without further ado, let's go. Hello, my friends. The first thing I want to hit on is this idea of learning business organically, and I couldn't agree more with it. So I've spent a lot of years going to college and taking courses and basically getting mentorship. And it all really pales in comparison to the actual act of just getting out and doing that thing that you want to be doing. So whether it is writing or teaching or coaching, you're going to learn the best by actually just getting out and practicing the craft in business and entrepreneurship is no different in any way, shape or form. You can go to college and you can even get a degree now in entrepreneurship, but I'd be willing to bet if you take that same year to even four years and put that into actually practicing the craft, just going out and doing it and stumbling along, I guarantee you, you will learn a lot more. If you even just look at your own life, I'd be willing to bet that all the skills that you have has been by from actually doing it as opposed to learning and reading about it in a book. And it's not to say that those things aren't valuable. It just pales in comparison as to how much you really ultimately do learn when you get out there and just start doing it. And it really just leads in this idea of leap before you're ready because you're never really going to be ready. Your brain is never going to be ready for something that's outside of its comfort zone. And so really it's up to you to step up and just take action on it. And one of my favorite personal stories about this is actually me personally wanting to learn to do stand-up comedy. And it more came from a place of just wanting to challenge my comfort zone. And public speaking is terrifying to me, like it is for most people. And I felt like getting up in front of people for two to five minutes on stage would be a good way to really challenge myself to see what I could ultimately do. And don't get me wrong, I spent a lot of time writing jokes and editing jokes and trying to present them and practice them. I even spent a few minutes recording it and watching the videos and just so I could see even possibly what my stage presence was like. But do you honestly think that when the day came to actually do stand-up comedy in front of people that I was ready? Absolutely not. There's not a chance. And you can look at any stand-up comedian across the board is that I guarantee you when they first started doing it, it was bad. It was really, really bad. And I was no different. And I bet you would be no different. And really the lesson that I'm trying to hit home here is that you're never really going to feel ready. And at some point you have to learn organically. One of my favorite mantras is stop thinking and start doing because I do also find myself doing a lot of planning and organizing and prepping and preparing. And again, all those things are just procrastinations for the act of actually doing that thing that you wanna do. So whether it is that you wanna start a business or wanna start a practice or wanna start a podcast or wanna start posting content or if you wanna be a writer, you wanna be an actor, whatever it is, I would be willing to bet the best lessons are gonna come from the actual doing it. And I'm not saying don't learn about it. I'm not saying don't study it. Those are all very important things, but you will learn far, 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 far more from the act of actually doing it. And one of the biggest things that gets in our way is this idea of perfectionism. And I know I struggle with myself, is even this podcast show. I will re-edit, I will edit things, I will tweak things, I'll try to take out ums, I'll do all those things to try to make it sound nice. But realistically, and the only reason I'm scared to publish it or to put my work out in the world is because I'm comparing myself to people that are way ahead of me in their journeys, as opposed to just comparing myself to who I was yesterday. And I think one of the best life lessons I ever learned, which is hilarious to think about, is actually from Matthew McConaughey, and when somebody asks you, is like, who, who do you look up to and who's your mentor? And he said, me 10 years from now. And I think that is a beautiful way to say, to stop comparing yourself to who you see on Instagram or the number one podcast or the number one YouTube show. 
and start comparing yourself to who you were yesterday and take pride in that. I've actually started a new journaling practice where I, I try to reflect on who I was six months ago. And then I ask myself, am I better today than who I was six months ago? And I don't think there's a person that's listening to this show that wouldn't agree with the statement that, yeah, I bet you are. Because you wouldn't be listening to this show if you weren't trying to better yourself. And if you're trying to better yourself, I guarantee you, you're getting a little bit better every single day. And just as a little tip as tomorrow's journaling practice is first start out by saying, am I better today in whatever it is, whether it's your health or your business or your relationship, am I better today than I was six months ago? And write out how and why and give yourself examples of how you've learned and grown. And hopefully that'll give you the encouragement to just keep moving forward because you will continue to grow and you will continue to get better. And it's those small, seemingly insignificant moment-to-moment acts that seem like nothing that ultimately add up over time. It's Tony Robbins that says, you overestimate what you can do in a year, but you underestimate what you can do in five years. So just keep going. The second point I wanna hit home is this idea of relationship building. And this is nothing new in this show. If you've listened to the show, we talk a lot about it. But one of the things that Tyler talks about is what's the first word in personal training? Personal, right? And he talks about what it actually means to get personal with your clients and customers. And he gives lots of great examples of how he's been able to show up for his customers by offering discounts through Groupon, getting connected with the local breweries, offering Bring a Friend Week. Um, He has a lot of great examples in that previous episode of how he's been able to really get involved and also build partnerships with some of the local gyms. Obviously, you're all serving the same people. So why not get involved and get connected with some of the local gyms so you can help add value to each other? Because all your gyms in your area are going to have different things to offer anyways. So why not partner with them and refer to each other for unique situations and circumstances? I guarantee you'd get two more clients back from the one you referred anyways. And it really comes down to having a mindset of abundance is that there's more than enough people to help in this world. I promise you that. And so don't worry about getting enough clients or having enough people in your gym. There will always be more. And while we're on this topic of relationships, today is actually ironically the last day that I'll be meeting physically with my mentor for a while since my buddy and I will be moving south. And if you don't already have a mentor in your own life or a peer-to-peer mastermind group to keep you accountable towards your goals, you are missing out big time. And I highly, highly, highly recommend doing it. If you are a business owner and you do want to accelerate your growth, there is no arguing that mentorship and mastermind groups will dramatically accelerate your progress. I can't, I literally can't say enough good things about Jesse. And if you're listening to the show, What's up, brother? I really appreciate you, and I hope you enjoyed your gift. But the number of times that Jesse has held me accountable for things that I said I wanted to actually do and basically put the fire to my ass of getting those things done has been tremendously helpful and tremendously beneficial of actually getting me to take steps and to move forward. There's something about just knowing when you're going to get prodded on those things that you said you're going to do a few weeks ago that actually gets you in line to do those things and to stay accountable. And one of the other things I wanted to touch on, too, is play the long game. I think far too often we miss out on opportunities because we're not playing the long game because we don't currently today see what could grow or sprout from a relationship. My amazing mentor, Jesse, also referred me to an owner of a local agency here called Bionic Giant. They do very, very big projects and work with very large scale clients. One of the things that he said to me yesterday is that he never says no to an opportunity to meet someone. And I think hidden inside that is that amazing idea of that he's playing the long game. You literally never know who can show up and help and add value to your life. And by being just open to having a conversation and to sit down and have a beer with somebody is the only way you'll ever create those opportunities. I know we talk a lot about the value of relationships on the show. And the last thing that I want to touch on on that is that if you are struggling to find clients and customers right now, just look at the people that you're currently serving and add so much value to them that they want to tell their friends and family about you. Actually, just this morning, I got an amazing text message from somebody that I'm going to read to you because it really put the fire into my ass of reminding me why I do what I do. They said, okay, so it took me a while to get around to listening to the podcast and the one after and just wanted to say it turned out so well. I felt this way during the recording too, but you really are freaking awesome at running the show. Really good flow, really good questions. It's definitely a huge strength of yours. 
Just wanted to give that feedback, and thank you again for giving me the opportunity to tell my story. It was honestly so helpful and even a reminder for me as to why I do what I do. Thank you, thank you, thank you, heart emoji. And it's messages like that that really just keep me fired up and keep me excited about what I do. And it always just brings me back to those roots of building relationships and helping people and adding as much value as you humanly possibly can to the people that you genuinely care about. And even if it doesn't feel like you're winning today, if you're leaning into adding value to those relationships in the long run, I guarantee you, you'll win. And just to quote the great Zig Ziglar, as he said, you can have everything in life you want if you'll just help other people get what they want. So I saved the best for last. And the third and final idea that I wanted to touch on from my good buddy, Tyler McCarthy, is how he was saying that you have to find a way to enjoy something that you're doing that day. And he said, even if you don't enjoy the entire day, is find one thing that you can look forward to and move towards that. And the reason I love this idea so much is because I feel like I've structured a lot of my own personal life around that exact same principle. And so one of the things that's really kept me motivated and keeps me super productive is that I actually push my workouts until later in the day because it's something that I honestly genuinely look forward to. My lift or my workout of the day is probably one of my favorite parts. And by pushing it out later in the day, it allows me to focus earlier on in the day and so that I know that I have something to look forward to later in the day. Not that I don't enjoy the work that I'm doing, but it's just one of my favorite things. And having that to always look forward to honestly brings me a lot of joy. And the other reason that I do it too is the other thing that I absolutely love, if anybody knows me, is coffee. And so I spend the large majority of the morning actually just sipping on coffee and enjoying it while I work. And it's created this amazing habit for me is where I get to enjoy a couple cups of coffee in the morning. And actually, one of the things that I do is I actually do a half-calf or a decaffeinated coffee because if I have too much caffeine, I will say I get quite a bit jittery. And so just having a decaf option in the morning allows me to have that amazing taste that I love is just black coffee. And I get to sip on that most of the morning while I'm working. And then I get to break up my day with a workout. And the other thing that's been amazing about it, and it's actually helped me create a lot of flow state in the morning, is I can get really in the zone, is just sipping on coffee and putting my nose down and getting to work. The other thing I wanted to touch on with this is this idea of dopamine. And I've just recently learned something that honestly blew my mind about the concept of dopamine and how that actually works in your life. Dr. Hubberman with Hubberman Labs gets all the credit to this, but essentially my thought process behind what dopamine actually does was it's that hit that you get when you check a notification or you get that piece of cake or you turn on your Netflix feed. But really, that's actually not how dopamine works at all, according to Dr. Huberman, is that it's more actually the thing that gets you moving forward. So you can experience pleasure. You can experience that cake or that check that notification to have pleasure without dopamine. It's the dopamine that actually gets you moving towards something. And really what this comes down to is it's understanding that the dopamine, the thing that makes us feel good, is actually, as cliche as it sounds, the journey, the process. That's where all the dopamine shows up. I think a great example of this is if you know Tom Brady, who who's an NFL quarterback, Super Bowl champion, he's won money championships. But I feel like he is the perfect example of learning how to use dopamine in an effective way is because when you look at how much success he's had, it's because he's found a way to enjoy the process, to enjoy the journey, and to have fun actually moving towards that goal. When he wins the Super Bowl, is he excited? Sure, but realistically, it was all the work that led up to winning the Super Bowl where he found the most joy and the most fulfillment and the most juice out of life. And I love this idea of just finding ways to find more joy and juice out of just the doing of things versus the actual reward of things. Another example of this is Dr. Benjamin Hardy actually recently wrote a book called The Gap and the Gain. And really what this book is about is about reframing what it actually means to be successful. And he says, if you measure your current self against your previous self, you experience more happiness, satisfaction, and confidence. And so essentially in a nutshell, gap thinking is like, when I hit this goal, then I'll be happy. Versus gain thinking is, 
is basically saying, look at all the progress that I've already made, which I guarantee you is way more than you think, is that you probably just don't take the time to look back at it. And to my point earlier, take the time tomorrow morning to think about the progress that you've made. And I promise you that'll fill you with more happiness, satisfaction, and confidence. And it'll actually help to get you moving forward in a positive direction. And the last thing I'll say about this is Seth Godin says, create a life that you don't need a vacation from. And so how can you structure your day so that you're getting that dopamine from doing the process of the work that you most enjoy and most fills you up. That's the way to set up an ideal life. Before you go, I just want to say thank you for listening to the show and I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. If you're looking for more advice on how to market your health business or need help with your website, you can find all my information at coreyhigh.com. Thanks again. Keep hustling, my friends.